If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. This is Newsdesk with me, Bernice Abubeidulansa. Our headlines this hour, thousands sit for basic education certificate examination. Today we are live in some centers to gauge the mood. Also, documents cited by Joy News reveal the Cecilia Dapa missing cash case was initially filed at a juvenile court, but no amounts were specified as tolling. We have details, plus ask whether the office of the AG was aware of this. Uh, in terms of a prosecution going on in the juvenile court or in the circuit court, we are not aware. And amidst rage and confusion in Niger, options of a possible evacuation linger. We will speak to some analysts on the thoughts of these decisions, and we also have business in this bulletin. Please stay for details.
We're coming to you live from our studios at Kokomlemli on DSTV Channel 421, on GoTV, around the world at myjoyonline.com and on your digital television. The details now. Documents cited by Joy News Review, the Cecilia Dapa missing cash scandal was initially filed at a juvenile court. Despite a list of missing items captured in the documents and the alleged theft of an unspecified amount of money, the suspects, we are told, were only charged with unlawful entry. This latest information adds to the unending confusing facts surrounding the alleged theft of huge sums of money from the residence of the former sanitation minister. Joseph Akable has more. The Attorney General's opinion on the document the case was reported in June 2023, despite the alleged theft taking place in October 2022. He noted that despite claims of a police complaint and arrest of one of the suspects in October 2022, there was no information at the Tessano police station supporting this arrest, complaint, or any investigations. Joy News has, however, cited court documents filed at the Juvenile and Family Court in Accra on 1st December 2022. Prosecutors curiously charged the domestic staff, who was then aged 17, with the offence of unlawful entry and being on the premises for unlawful purposes. This begs the question why this crucial information is lost in the Attorney General's opinion, which analyzes the docket and concludes no evidence of a report or investigation by the Tessano police was available on record. This is because the latest information shows that not only did the police investigate the matter, but they actually filed charges in court. The question was put to Deputy Attorney General Alfred Chiaibwa. The docket that was submitted to us had nothing about a case pending in any juvenile. The only hint we had in that docket was that a report was made to the police at Tessano. And so uh, in terms of a prosecution going on in the juvenile court or in the circuit court, we are not aware. So that was Joseph Akable basically explaining to you what we know about this particular case so far. Let's now hear from Alfred Chiaibwa, who is Deputy Attorney General. He spoke on the probe last night. Interestingly, on this case, when the Chronicle published it, that was the first time I think it was on How? How? Mr. Alfred Chiaibwa, how are we supposed to believe this? And, 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 and I think it's something that the police should be in a position to answer. Because they were prosecuting the case. And you know, if you have a case in Ghana and the police are prosecuting it, if you sit in Accra as the attorney general, you may not know everything unless it's brought to your attention. So had it been, uh, it been the fact that there was a publication, perhaps we wouldn't have even known mm. if the police had actually complied with that, uh, our earlier directive to submit cases above 500,000 pesos, perhaps all these things wouldn't have happened. So that's the Deputy Attorney General speaking to MFR Powell on the probe last night. Let's now speak to a lawyer, Albert Jimfi, to have a clear understanding of all that's happening, the case moving from the juvenile uh, uh, court, traveling all this way, the many angles and dynamics to all of this. Good morning. Thank you for your time, uh, Mr. Albert Jimfi. Now, your quick assessment of this case and how... It's been handled so far. Um, all right. Um, um, good morning to your, your, your viewers. One thing I would like to say is that when it comes to criminal prosecution in Ghana, the duty rests with the Attorney General. No other institution in Ghana has the power to prosecute criminal cases other than the Attorney General. 
And um, when it comes to matters like this, especially those which raise a lot of public concern, the Attorney General is mindful of the evidence that it is supposed to submit before the court. And note that the Attorney General is not an investigative body. It is only a prosecutorial body. The investigation is to be done by the police. So in, in loose sense, the police supply the Attorney General with the information for prosecution. So if the police feel that, the, sorry, the Attorney General feel that the information supplied to them is not adequate, I don't see anything wrong with the AG calling the Attorney General to conduct further investigations to aid it in prosecution. It is a usual thing that happens in criminal prosecutions, and this is not um, a rarity. I think the police missed it when it did not inform the AG about this case, seeing the personality involved, and the AG also highlighting the fact that there were many missing elements to this case. So say, for example, even when it was reported uh, initially and the, the issue went to the driven, there were, there were un, unspecified amounts of money involved. There's just a whole lot of missing elements in the entire case. Did the police miss out on this one? Yes, I, I, I agree perfectly with the Attorney General. There is something in law we call double jeopardy. Now, double jeopardy simply means that a person cannot be prosecuted for the same offence more than once and other offences that you could have conveniently been charged under the first prosecution. So, for instance, if you place someone before the juvenile court and you try the person for, let's say, unlawful entry and the person is uh, either convicted or, or, or acquitted, you cannot bring other offences that you could have conveniently charged the person in a different charge sheet. So if you, have, if, if you presented the people before the juvenile court, I think that information was very critical that you let the um, attorney general know that these people are standing trial before the juvenile court so that the attorney general would discontinue that prosecution and recharge them uh, for all the offenses before the new court now. But so, so far, there are two cases pending against the same persons in two different courts. And if one of them should end, the other one cannot be tried. And I think that information should have been brought to them. And uh, once the, the, the AG has highlighted that, the police should just take it in good faith and learn from it. Prosecution is technical. And when you have a technical person drawing your attention to some lapses in it, I think that should be accepted in good faith. Um, so, Mr. Jeffy, what's, what's, the, what's the way forward now? The AG has made certain recommendations, but not based on the knowledge that this traveled from a juvenile point. So what's what's the what's the the solution to that? Do we, does the AG now need to study the case again and offer new advice, or what so, the AG suggested is good to go with? So I think the the way forward is for is for one to acknowledge that one is the master. That 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 to me is a starting point. The A the AG is the master when it comes to criminal prosecution in Ghana. Criminal cases begin with the filing of a charge sheet. So the initiation and conduct of all criminal cases in Ghana is a detail of the Attorney General according to Article 88 of the Constitution. So that if there's a criminal case filed before a police and after investigations have been conducted, the rest is supposed to be taken over by the by the Attorney General. But because of the lapses in our system and because we do not have a, 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 a good number of state attorneys, some of the powers have been ceded to the police. That does not mean that the police and the attorney general have the same powers when it comes to prosecution. So the police must first acknowledge that we are working under the instructions of the attorney general. And they are going forward, supposed to take all the instructions that the police, the attorney general will give them. The second thing is, if there are some disclosures that they need to make to the attorney general, they should do so. The case is not a police case. It is a case against the state. 
And when it comes to cases against the state, it's the attorney general that represents the, 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 the state in terms of those matters. So as from t- today, the police should, um, should I, to use the word, should work together with the attorney general and deliver to them all that they need, make ultimate disclosures to them. And I feel the, the, the advice by the AG covers all that. I think the AG cannot advise on something it does not know of. And um, the advice given was on the basis of um, um, the information that has been given to, to the police, uh, to the AG by the police. So if now there are new matters, all disclosures must be made to the Attorney General. If there are first, there's further advice the Attorney General wants to give, it is going to do that. Mm, and finally to you, um, and, and, and this may be uh, quite a controversial one, but does it appear to you that there are some political strings being pulled here because one would expect that at least in in demanding the, the dockets for examination, the Ghana Police Service would have furnished the Attorney General with all the information he needed. But as we are learning from the Deputy AG, there was nothing about a pending case at the juvenile court. Do you suspect that there may be some strings that are being pulled here in, 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 in terms of, um, you know, how the case should travel and what the public should be made aware of? Um, not, not at all. I, I don't see any uh, political connotations here. Um, this is something that happens most of the time. I think, in my view, the police felt that information was not necessary since they are building an entirely new docket concerning the case. The, the Attorney General is now drawing the attention to the fact that um, this information was important, so it should have included it. So I'm sure going forward, the police is going to include everything that they know about the case, even things that they themselves feel were not, were not relevant. I think this whole political dimension is coming up because of one, because of the personalities involved, because of the quantity of monies involved, and also considering the fact that the complainant was, since he has resigned, was um, a member of the of the current government. Mm. The Attorney General is also a political person because he's also a minister of state. And um, in Lucens, you can say that is his his colleague within the, with the political circle. So people feel that um, he will not be able to do uh, a, a good job. But I feel we should give the Attorney General the benefit of the doubt. The police should supply them with the necessary information that they need to supply so that the, the Attorney General, as technical men, will be able to look at the case case and convince, because you cannot go to court as a, as a prosecutor if you're not satisfied that you can secure a conviction. If the police is not satisfied that they could secure a conviction, they have every right to call for further um, um, investigations to be conducted. And I, I believe the, the police should cooperate with them in terms of this. There's no politics. This is nothing new. It is something that happens regularly. Just that the, the personality involved is a political person and people now want to, to move it beyond uh, um, um, the scope of um, normality into politics. Thank you so much for your time this morning. That's uh, lawyer Albert Jane Fisher and his thoughts on this with us. If you just joined us, the uh, new information we are picking up is that the Attorney General was not, um, was not made aware of a pending case in the juvenile court with regard to the Cecilia Dapa missing or stolen cash saga. Stay with us here on Joining Us for more on this. Away from that, the Ghanaian embassy in Niger is exploring the possibility of evacuating Ghanaian citizens as President Ekufado and his West African counterpart leaders are set to make a final decision 
on deploying soldiers to restore constitutional order in Niger. A meeting will be held uh, today, you understand, between leadership of the Ghanaian community and officials of Ghana's embassy in Niamey to explore the possibility of an evacuation exercise. Uh, Seydou Abudu is president of the Ghanaian community in Niger. We were trying to reach him, but he's unavailable at the moment. But he makes us understand that that meeting is scheduled to happen. But let's now speak to Kenel Festus Abwaji. He's drafted a report on scenarios of ECOWAS intervention in Niger. Grateful for your time, uh, Kenel, and uh, it's a real pleasure to have you here. And I'm very happy with the scenarios you have painted. Because when we heard of ECOWAS's decision to move into Niger with, you know, troops, that was on another angle. It became interesting when Niger and Mali said, not Niger, but Kina Faso, I beg your pardon, and Mali said, if you do this, we will, we will, we will consider it a declaration of war. Run us through briefly these scenarios that you create of what is likely to happen if ECOWAS goes... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC ahead with a threat. Hello, Keno. Yeah, thanks for having me, Madam Abubeidu. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, please. Yes. Well, we all knew that the political deadline passed yesterday. But let me explain that the political timeline in such circumstances are different from the military timeline. 
So the mere fact that yesterday passed and there was no intervention doesn't mean that there may not be an intervention. The chiefs of military forces within the region are meeting. They need to establish a joint headquarters, appoint a commander that's by the political authorities. They need to plan the campaign into detail. Meanwhile, you know, obtaining intelligence and so on and so forth. They need to go back and brief the political authorities on the military plan and get the political approval before they go in. So we should not rush into saying that because yesterday passed and nothing happened, uh, nothing is going to happen. With that in the background, I thought that I should exercise my brains around some of the hypothetical scenarios that mm. uh, could unfold in the event of an actual military uh, intervention. And the one that I started with is that the CNSC, which is the Council for the National Safeguarding of the Homeland, established by the, the coup plotters, headed by General Abdurrahmani Echiani, are very resilient. They mobilize and exploit you know, popular support within the country and are able to resist all the pressure that ECOWAS you know, places on them. I mean, broadly, that is one. So the, the intervention does not achieve its uh, set objectives. Or ECOWAS goes in and quickly succeeds, which I call a swift triumph. Uh, that could involve a number of dynamics. Uh, the CNS capitulates. It is isolated uh, from the rest of the army because the army now redraws its support as it had done on the 28th of uh, July. And then ECOWAS is able to reinstate, you know, um, Mr. Mohammed Bazoum as president. And that is the end of the story. ECOWAS has achieved its uh, aid. The third scenario could be one that I provocatively call the Bakhmut-type uh, standoff, where, yes, ECOWAS makes an initial entry successfully, but then comes up against stiff resistance uh, from the CNSP and the rest of the Nigerian forces, supported by, you know, Nigerian citizens. And this then attenuates and we get into the scenario of ECOMOC, where we went in to educate Ghanaians, and we ended up staying some nine or so years, including into Sierra Leone. There will be serious casualties uh, on both sides. And when that happens, um, back at home, people will start asking whether it was indeed necessary for ECOWAS to even have uh, intervened. The civilian casualties will also demand some humanitarian assistance, and therefore there will be pressure on ECOWAS to actually rein in the intervention and look for some, you know, um, political settlement. Mm. The last scenario is a mixed outcome. Yes, ECOWAS goes in, but then it gets bogged down. It doesn't achieve its aim, and um, it becomes a stalemate. And ECOWAS then needs to come back to the drawing table and see whether it can engage, you know, effectively with these actors. For in between these scenarios, 
You're going to have the role of the media, for instance, including social media, in shaping narratives. Right. You're going to have intelligence agencies who currently are working behind the scenes, whether Eastern intelligence agencies or Western intelligence agencies, including direct or some covert involvement in the situation, whether by Wagner, for instance, which I decided not to mention, or whether by the remnants of Western forces, whether U.S. or, uh, what do you call it, France, and so on and so forth, you know. In the long run, stability, regional stability could worsen. And I've tried to point out that in the case of scenario three, for instance, when the troops that are going to participate in the intervention return home, that is those who survive, we must expect that there are going to be more coups rather than less coups because they may rise up against their government who hurriedly, hastily, you know, decided on an intervention. Mm. All said and done, I say that the best way of preventing coups is to analyze the root causes of coups and address those root causes. And we'll be going to that shortly, uh, Kenel, because... Yes. It's an interesting conversation that we've been having since the coup uh, happened in Niger. But th right. there are those who have a certain understanding of why Burkina Faso and Mali could be offering support to Niger. And, and I'd like to take your thoughts on whether their appreciation of, of, of what is happening is close to the truth or not. The suspicion is that if ECOWAS succeeds in Niger then it could possibly encourage an invasion of Mali and Burkina Faso. And that is why Burkina Faso and Mali think that Niger deserves their support in this particular situation. Is that a proper appreciation of it, of the situation? I don't think it is. Indeed, I chose not to put in the economic factor into my scenario. But you and I know that as we speak, many countries in West Africa, including Ghana, are facing serious economic challenges. So raising funds in order to procure logistical support, equipment, what we call uh, combat service support, the food, the fuel, the maintenance of the vehicles, is not going to be easy. Now, ECOWAS is not going to be in a position to fight multiple campaigns, first starting from Niger, and then extending into Burkina Faso, and then extending into Mali, and then into Guinea. All along, forgetting that in these countries, excluding Guinea, there is also an existential threat in the form of the jihadist terrorism and insurgency. So, ECOWAS's adventurism by trying to think that it can easily go into Niger, and once it succeeds in my scenario too, be emboldened now to extend the, the, the operation into these other, it's not going to be feasible. And it's not going to be an immediate option. Maybe they will take time now to withdraw from Niger and think about Burkina Faso, and then sequentially think about Mali and think about Niger, uh, sorry, Guinea that they are not going to be able simultaneously you know, to conduct operations in all of these countries. In my scenario, to remember, if you read it, 
I was very careful to say if at all, because I did not want to introduce the feasibility of the operation. Once I assume that there is not going to be an operation, of course there is no need for any further analysis. And that is the end of the story. So I decided to explore the various possibilities, but then conclude by saying that if at all, given the political circumstances, of course, I've written that the various ECOWAS countries in the kinds of democratic dispensations that we have, unlike Abbasid side, when we're all military dictatorships, we need to go to our legislature and get the approval of our parliament and senate and then mobilize the funds and go in. Already we know that in Nigeria, the Nigerian senate has rejected uh, Tinubu's request for that kind of operation. Of course, we should be mindful also that in 2017, 2015, 2017, um, um, the former Nigerian head, what was his name? Um, the, the immediate past president of Nigeria made a similar request to his Senate. The Senate rejected it. He still went ahead. Times have changed. The situation in the Gambia in 2016 is very different geographically, security-wise, military-wise, very, very different from Niger. And therefore, one cannot conclude that because it was possible in the Gambia, it's going to be possible in Niger. We, we know that the Ghanaian authorities are trying to evacuate Ghanaian citizens from the place. Yes. As you mentioned, the deadline was yesterday. There's been no invasion, but mm. that does not mean that it will not happen. How soon should we be seeing Ghanaians in Niger being evacuated? Well, we have given the impression that Western lives are more important. So, for instance, in the case of Ukraine, Many other countries decided to evacuate their citizens from Ukraine until lately or later in the day, Ghana did so. So once you see, they, they have got the resources for very rigorous uh, assessment and critical appraisal of security situations. Once they decide to remove their citizens from such theaters, we should pick up the signal, even if we haven't done our own intelligence. In my scenario, somewhere, I've suggested that if Ecuador succeeds, for instance, the ordinary citizens, if not the military, will target Ecuador's nationalities or citizens that are in, in, in Niger. So to avoid all of these you know, circumstances, get your citizens up mm. of the place, especially if Ghana is going to be part of the ECOWAS uh, force. You know, we have not decided as a country, I haven't heard it maybe, but it's not a done deal that because the political authorities meet in Abuja and decide that an invasion is going to take place, necessarily all the remaining, how many, 15 minus these four countries uh, will make it 11, I think, that all the 11 other countries you know, are going, to be, are going to participate. Even if they participate, they could participate in different ways. Direct participation in the intervention is one option. Providing some logistical intelligence, sharing, and so on is another option. 
or advocating for what I was told by your producer, the Dufiasm. In other words, we adopt a more cautious approach and we emphasize more of diplomacy, of dialogue, mm. of mediation and negotiation, rather than just going in with guns blazing to resolve a political constitutional crisis in a country with the use of force. It comes with a lot of risk. And I think Ghana needs to sit down and appraise the situation vis-à-vis -vis the decision of ECOWAS and determine whether its participation directly in the military uh, intervention is in the national interest of this country. We want secure borders. Mm. We want trade to go on. Not long ago, we heard that about $40 million or so onions are traded between Yami and here. That trade will just disappear. The traders will be out of business. Those who need the onions will not be able to have the onions and so on. And mm. it will have, have a lot of natural mm. you know, consequences or impact on restaurants and so on. So I, it's not just a very simple matter that mm. we're going to go in. Given our location geographically, our proximity to Niger, even though we cannot go directly to Niger, and we can't go through Burkina, because Burkina will not allow us to have safe passage, we need to go through Benin. And Benin itself has suggested any country that takes part in the intervention could pay a price. Right. Colonel, I appreciate your time here this morning. Colonel Fessis Abuja retired as a conflict and security analyst. And Colonel, we will be monitoring the situation in Niger and reach out to you uh, as the developments occur. But back home in Ghana, the basic education certificate examination starts today with a total of 600,714 candidates, 3,000, 3, I beg your pardon, 300,323 of them are males and 300,391 are females. 18,993 schools are participating. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. In this year's exam, the number of candidates that registered for this year's BEC is 8.8% higher than the 2022 entry figure. My colleague Jacqueline Ansumayeboa has been moving around and engaging with the candidates. Well, I can pass these exams. Okay. All right. And I said, gentlemen, here, come. <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> What's your name? Joby Salom. Joby Salom. Um, how well are you prepared for today? I'm super prepared for the exams. You're fully prepared. So what should we expect from you? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> good grade, yes, good grade. Good grades, all right. So join me. What about you? How well are you guys prepared? We are prepared very well. And your name? Hayat Mohammed. Hayat Mohammed. all right. So what paper are you writing today? RME in English. RME in English. 
All right, sure. Thank you very much. Um, I have another person here. I need another guy. I need you. <laughs> All right, so what's your name? Hakim Adams. Hakim Adams. Um, how well are you prepared for today's paper? I'm really excited. I'm very prepared. Okay. All right, sure. All right, thank you very much. So... <laughs> All right, so as you can see, we are here at the NEMA cluster of schools, and the kids are super excited right now. Jeda um, for today's paper, and today they are writing RME, and um, of course they'll write a second paper later on in the day. So it's just a few minutes to time. The students are getting inside to write um, their first paper, which is RME. So that's Jacqueline interacting with those excited candidates of the BEC. She visited the NEMA cluster of schools. But she's also been speaking to Adiza Tassa, who is Municipal Director of Education at Ayawasu East. And uh, she shared her observations with her. We'll bring you that much later uh, on the other news bulletins. Away from the BEC, MP for Jirapa, Kletu Sebi Dapila, is taking the NPP administration on for failing to construct a trunk road leading to the hometown of one of its founding fathers, S.D. Dumble. Speaking to John News, the MP lamented the poor nature of the road. He's insisting the NPP should not only use Dumble's name to woo northern voters, but they must extend development to his constituency. I, I file a question in connection with the road the only road, trunk road, connecting Jirapa to Duri. Duri is a hometown of S.D. Dombo, founding member of the UP tradition. If you are to mention three members of the MPP, you, will, you cannot escape Dombo's name. You have uh, Dombo, Buzia Dombo Dankwa tradition. Surprisingly, the only road, the only trunk road, leading to his hometown has not been constructed. Contract was awarded far back 2020, and the contractor was supposed to complete the job in 2022. But as I'm addressing you, the contractor has abandoned site due to delay in payment. So I filed a question to listen to the horse's own mouth, that is the Minister for Roads and Highways, and the assurances he has given I, I, I don't think that they are, they are ready to, to do the job. So I just want to use your medium to appeal to the entire government machinery of President Nanado Dankwa Kufuado that this is the hometown of, of their founding member, S.D. Dombo. They should not. They should do something to honor the man. Honoring Dombo is just not naming edifice after him. They, his, his subjects, where he comes from, they also want to fill the development. They want to. They want development. Even if it's a polyclinic, you know, or just to construct the road. That one alone, the people will be so happy about it. Most often than not, what we hear is when they want, especially with the presidential elections, or what is that, the MPP presidential primaries ongoing. Many of them are now visiting the 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 the, the, the hometown of Dumbo to associate themselves with him. And it means that it is when they want votes that they use his name. 
and when they get the votes or after elections, then they neglect the, the area. So I'm calling on President Nanado, Dr. Mahamudu Baumia, and the entire MPP machinery. They should mobilize resources to honor their founding father. Meanwhile, MP for Gomua West, Richard John Mensah, is also sounding alarm bells on the rising incidents of armed robbery in parts of his constituency. This he alludes to the poor nature of roads there. He's asking government to fix those roads to also increase economic activities in Gomua West. As we speak now, um, from the Ankamudi Rampon Road connects almost to about no less than 50% of the roads in Gomua West. Gomua West, we have about 78 communities, and this trunk route connects to almost about 50% of the 78 communities. As it stands now, we know there was a contractor on site that is top international who has abandoned sites since uh, last year. And um, I asked the question to the minister when the contractor is returning to site. From his response, it means that uh, just what we always know, that the contractor has not been paid and has actually vacated site. And he indicated that they are going to write a letter to the contractor to return back to site. This is the problem. The problem is the fact that he has not been paid. That is why he has left site. Writing the letter to him doesn't solve the problem. But when what he requires is payment. I am actually uh, calling on the government and the minister, even though he has given the assurance that the contractor is going to return to site. As we speak now, as a major road for the, uh, for the community, it has, there's a high security threat on the stretch. Transports, the transport from the junction that goes to a community like Bebiano, which would have been ordinary be around five cities, now they charge as much as 15 cities, 20 cities. So the ordinary people in the community are unable to afford the transport, and they cannot also walk that 15 kilometers to the roadside to even attend to uh, um, their the necessities of life, even like attending to the hospital, even secondary school students. If a child is on the free SHS student, is a free SHS and lives at the Juma Kwanza and has to go to a pump, and the road is so bad, and he has to pay about 100 Ghana cities before he can attend to school in and out. If such a student is a day student, how is it going to be? How are they going to bear this cost? So, I am actually making a passionate appeal to the government, as much as they are considering roads. These are major rules, and then they require some urgent attention that it would be, we would very much appreciate it if it is considered as part of their emergency rules that they want to uh, attend to. This is Newsdesk with me, Bernice Abubedu Lanza. We've brought you a couple of stories so far. We've done uh, the latest update on the Cecilia Dapan missing cash case. Uh, which is that the AG was not aware that there's a pending case in the juvenile court. We also brought you some understanding of possible scenarios that could play out if ECOWAS carries, his threat, uh, carries out his threat in Niger. And we've also been speaking to you about the BEC, which has started earnestly today. We'll take a quick breather here. When we come back, we'll bring you business and Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still need chop better with Ecobank Mobile. 
No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. Good to football with Go TV. Nobody but Go TV gives you all games of La Liga and Syria. The Premier League and UEFA games that matter and the world's favorite cup competitions. Get Go TV Super for only 249 CDs to enjoy the football overload. Go TV. Love it. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alexa in my bag. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM, Hits FM, Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM. Or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Hello, good morning. Welcome to Business. My name is Daryl Kwao. Managing Director for Global Share Alliance, Aaron Edu, says the Alliance and its partners have planted over 500,000 shade trees across West Africa to help recover trees lost last year. He said the continuous depletion of the shade tree is a cause for worry. Mr. Edu raised these concerns at a stakeholders forum organized in Tamale by the Global Share Alliance and Action for Shade Parklands. Under the project, about 10 million trees are expected to be planted in the next 10 years in West Africa and 20,000 in Ghana. Chair plant is considered an important tree in northern Ghana because of its economic value. It is estimated to provide about 600,000 jobs for women 
in the sector also a foreign income earner. But Mr. Edu said the tree is continuously being cut down. We are holding this forum today to bring together all stakeholders in the sharing industry to talk about the issue of the declining tree population. We see that the tree population continuously is on the decline. for West Africa Center for Share Innovation and Research at the UDS, Professor Abu Karia Lahassan, on his part, called for the use of alternative tree as fuel wood instead of share. Now, what we need to do is to make sure that we protect the share tree so that uh, we'll be able to um, um, cultivate and to achieve the full benefits of the presentation I was talking about looking at uh, alternative species of trees that will replace the shed as firewood for charcoal. Usually when I give it a shed tree so that it's quite because of this high so the need for us to look out for alternative species of trees is very important. For example trees like this acacia that I mentioned they are trees that are fast growing and trees that can easily be and then the need for us to take very, very um, vigorous public um, campaign activity to change people's behavior and so actually convince people to adopt these alternative trees as Some presentations were made on the topics, the economic and environmental value of shared trees, the need for raising shared seedlings and planting new shared trees, bylaws to protect shared trees and parkland, among others. For Joy Business, Martina Bugri reporting. Now, despite the effect of the domestic debt exchange program on consumer confidence, Ecobank Ghana remained the biggest bank in the country in 2022 with a market share of 13.58%. According to the 2023 Ghana Banking Survey by accounting and auditing firm PwC, its market share in terms of the banking industry share of deposits was better than the 11.93% recorded in 2021. There is more in this report. GCB Bank placed second, but lost some market share in terms of the industry's deposits. In 2022, its market share stood at 10.87%, slightly lower than the 11.43% recorded in 2021. From a trend analysis, GCB Bank has been losing its market share since 2017. The third, fourth and fifth positions were occupied by Stambik Bank Ghana, Absa Bank Ghana and Consolidated Bank Ghana. 
Indeed, Consolidated Bank Ghana improved its position and overtook Fidelity Bank to fifth place from sixth place in 2021, although its total percentage of deposits to the industry deposits decreased in 2022. At the end of 2022, the other banks in the top 10 of industry deposits were Fidelity Bank, Zenith Bank, Stanchat, Assess Bank, and Cal Bank. Again, Ecobank Ghana maintained its position as the bank with the biggest loans and advances in the industry last year. Its share of industry loans was 14.7%. Meanwhile, the banking sector saw a jump in deposits growth by more than double the growth recorded in 2021. And that's all in business. The news continues after this break. The new exciting football channel is now available only on HD Plus and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kufitre in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup, Premier Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD Plus Channel 151. A HD Plus, the Feely Feely experience. Our boss was like, a decent fashion designer only gets home at midnight. Midweight. Man, like Osimen. Papa just did chop Italian league like all half. These are real housewives of Abuja. Those women are fire. What does OJ say again? A relationship where money is. Because they were in for me, why they treat it for anyhow? Imagine this officer. I will clear out on life. Ah, don't cause. Bah, come on, dear. Things don't matter. The biggest dragon for Westeros. Then you up the face out. Blind bound. Right arm like from Blawan. Yeah, catch me. Uh-uh. Ah. <laughs> he found the gold and asked her for just shaking me a piece of the pie. And she killed him for it. No one tells a story like we do. Showmax, Africa's original. When something happens, you want to know all about it immediately. Here at Joy News, we don't just bring you the breaking stories. We go beyond them to bring you the intricate issues in those developing stories. We are relentless in our probe. 
detailed in our search, and our commitment to be your most credible news source is one that you can trust, because news is all about you. Join News, credible, independent, and fearless. For staying on news desk and just gone by, you heard Daryl Kao bringing you the latest from the world of business. And as the second clinic of the Ecobank Donies Habitat Fair concluded, there was a lot of excitement at the West Hills Mall, and vendors are already looking forward to additional three mini fairs in Tema, Takradi, and Kumasi. According to our general manager in charge of sales and customers, David Max Fuga. These new fairs in the three cities will provide vendors and patrons additional opportunities to expand their customer base ahead of the main event in November. Carlos Caloni has more. Is it land you want, is it property you want, or you want security dolls? Or maybe you need some insurance for your home? All that put together is what we have here at the Joy News Ecobank Habitat Fair happening here at the West Hills Mall. Now we have a number of exhibitors who are promising mouth watering packages from Syntex Tank to Ecobank to Elegant Homes and to security cameras and all that. And so I will be speaking with some of the exhibitors here to find out from them what product they have and how that can benefit their prospective customers. We are offering free video intercom and free GSM alarm to our patrons who walk in and purchase any of our CCTV packages. So we have the four, the eight, the system based on your environs and the areas you'd want to monitor. And as I said, if you purchase any of it, we are giving you free video intercom or free GSM alarm system. We have two products. We have the house and then we have the land. So for the house, it's strictly demand-driven. We build based on your request, what you uh, request for from our payment plan. We give that to you. So uh, you start making payments up to 30%. Then you move in. As you're in, you continue making the rest in installment. When you're done, you own the house. And then for the land, too, we have up to two years payment plan. But we are running promotions now. So uh, when you do outright, you have like uh, 20,000 discount on it for 70 by 100, for example. Tomorrow being the last day, uh, we are hoping people will pass by uh, and then ask the questions they keep on asking when they call. So we are running promotions, yeah. I wouldn't say so much about the promotions, but we are running uh, a lot of uh, juicy promotions. So we hope they pass by. We have up to tomorrow to move. So we hope they pass by and then, I mean, also experience uh, the nice environment and then the fun going on here. Customers or everybody from home should come to West Hills Mall, come to the stand. We are right here to have a discussion with us. And also we are offering a 10% discount on all our prices, on all our prices, inclusive of a fitted kitchen, fitted cabinets, and also ceiling speakers and many more. So we urge everybody should come around. Now those are some mouth-watering products from the exhibitors here. But we want to pick the perspective 
of some of the customers or the patrons who have been visiting the booth here to find out from them what they make of this uh, key product from the exhibitors. Hello, sir. So give us your name and tell us your impression so far. I'm AB, and um, I'm happy to be here. Actually, I saw this from the television advert, and then um, since I've been here, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. So I actually came here to inquire for a company that I'm working with so that next time we can have a stand also. Yeah. Um, actually had an engagement with a rent-to-own um, yeah, company. And I think it's a, a very good thing. I see it as something that happens in the outside world, especially in Europe. And so I think that if uh, things of that nature continue, um, it will help, um, especially we, the Ghanaians, um, just because if you look at how, you know, rent issues are, you will rent, and, um, and so looking at uh, their package, I think it's a, a very good package. Sponsored by Ecobank and Cities and Habitat, vendors participating in the 2023 Ecobank Joy News Habitat First say the second mini-clinic ranks among the most successful in terms of attendance. This fair has given us so much exposure because um, not many people knew of Blue Rose, but to, due to this fair, we've had a lot of people coming to know Blue Rose Limited, the properties we have available for sale, where our site is allocated, and then our contact numbers. So this, uh, so this fair has really been very, very beneficial to us, because that, that giving us the needed exposure to outdoor our uh, properties to the general public. Um, I must say, um, we're coming to the West, or the West Sales Mall has been a a great experience and as usual we have a number of jobs in the west but i think we also need to get a, get close to our people like you really ask uh, if we, are, we have an office here we don't have an office but we have a number of jobs or projects around so it's good we also thought we should also get close to our people get to know what their experiences have been and then what we look forward to doing for them in the coming days or coming years so i must say we are impressed i'm impressed with them with the participation or with the numbers so far. For them, the exposure the fair offers is unparalleled. I think, well, first of all, we join Joy FM because we believe them to be an exceptional company in terms of uh, media promotion. And uh, the team that we have met over the last nine months or so have been very helpful in advising us how best to hit our target markets. So it's not just about exposure, it's about targeted exposure. And we now have a greater sense of how to put our name out there in a way that people will want to buy from us. And that's Carlos Coloni with a wrap of the final day of our mini clinic at the West Hills Mall. So you just want to stay with us. For those of you in Tema, Takurade and Kumasi, we are coming over to your city. So just keep your eyes on this channel for all the times and advertisements well that's how we end this edition of news desk i am really pleased that you make time to join me do well to stay with us this is your most credible news source i am bernice abubedulansa thanks once again for watching